Hi guys, it's Ali and Theo, and we're back with another episode of the Undecided Gen Z. Hey guys, I'm Theo, and this is the podcast where we're two young people, two very undecided young people, trying to work out what's going on in the world, and also just our lives, because we'd be struggling. <laughs> struggling a lot. Like the setup of this episode, it's so difficult. So we're in different places right now, and that's our first time ever recording like this. And it's, it's crazy. Kind of crazy. Like we're on FaceTime. I don't even know if this is how you're supposed to do it. And we've got our microphones and we're... I know. I feel like... It's weird. Pretty much like every every like two episodes, we're like, guys, we've changed our setup. The audio will finally be fine. We're in a different place with different mics. And every time <laughs> it's different. But this time we're filming separate from each other, which is a weird vibe. And I'm not sure. Like it could be better. Like it could keep us more civil or it could be I, I feel just like a mess. It's really weird I've got bad internet. Because I'm like stopping and starting when you're talking and usually I'll like make sounds, but I'm like, oh no, wait, I've got to listen to him. So I like don't talk. I was just thinking that <laughs> I'm like, wait, I can't tell if she's done or if it's just like the audio breaking up. Wait, this could actually be good because I feel like people often mention how much we fight over each other. Yeah. Like this could stop that because we're taking our turns. Like we have to wait till she's done. That is true. But then I feel like it's a bit robotic and not us too. So who knows? We shouldn't have told them and just like waited to see if anyone noticed because now they'll be looking out for it. Oh, true. Anyway, anyway, we've got guys. a big lineup. Oh, oh, we've got a big lineup today. Um, a lot of stuff has happened since we've last spoken and talked on the podcast, and wow. It's been a busy time. That's all I can say. It has. I know. The longer we like, rec- the longer we don't record between podcasts, the more insane it is to keep on top of. But we've got some. Oh, I've got. I'm like about to sneeze. Coronavirus. Speaking of, we will be diving into the coronavirus, and I've also got some very other juicy new t- topics. Ali's going to be sharing some people picks. We've got quite a few today, and a couple of advice questions. Yes. Um, covering a range of Finally, topics. Finally, it's been a while since it has. Had you guys have been questions. like, it must be because it's the start of the year and everyone's just living their best lives with no issues. Their best lives, yeah. They don't need advice from us. No. Why would they? <laughs> or people have just picked up on the fact that our advice is absolutely useless and terrible and hasn't helped anybody. <laughs> that is a possibility, but um. But yeah. also, so I, anyway, I, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. I've got. <laughs> I've got a couple of TV shows I wanted to bring up today, but Ali has had a couple of exciting things happen, and I wanted to hear how moving in has gone, because you know, moving out. Ah. So like last week, we talked about you just moved out, I think that day, right? And you hadn't even had your housemates, housemates move in, and it's been like two weeks since you moved out? Yeah, yeah, it's been about nearly two weeks. Um, this Saturday will be two weeks, or maybe three weeks. Oh my God, I don't even know. Um, but How's it going? I'm actually loving it. I'm loving it. It's absolutely amazing. I've never felt more independent, more free in my whole entire life. Like I had boarding school and stuff, but we still had people. And I love my roommate. So we had some um, stuff happen and one of my roommates has had to move out. Ooh. But the roommate I am like, who's staying, I just yep. love her so much. Like we, it's like, we keep going like, we feel like we've known each other forever, but then we're like, oh, I didn't know you did this and I didn't know you that. She, like, she didn't know about my family yeah. and I just assumed that she knew stuff about me. Um, oh, wait, have we? Because t- we're like that close already. I know we've brought her up a couple of times on the podcast. Have we ever mentioned how like this friendship came to be? Because it's kind of a Gen Z related thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's <funny>. so, <laughs> She hates every time I tell this story. Uh, wait, should I bring her in? Maybe. 
do it. Georgia. <laughs> Just make her super uncomfortable. <laughs> Guys, the story's actually Georgia. really interesting. I can't believe it. It's just like typical modern day friendships. If this was me right now and I was the housemate, I would be wanting to die because I do not like being put on the spot like that. Ali's probably knocking on her door and she's like, no, leave me alone. We're back and I've got Georgia with me. She's hey, very Georgia. anxious. <laughs> And so we were just talking about how like it's been, <laughs> um, been with like moving in together and how it's, <laughs> how it's been and like how, how I'm vibing and I'm absolutely loving it. You're the best roommate ever. So just thought I should sh- shout out you, but they want to know how because it's so Gen Z the way we met, like so Gen Z and now we moved in together. Like this could be a Wattpad fan fiction or something. <laughs> no, because Georgia, it's such a meme to me. That this is a friendship now because of how it all started. So Georgia and I, well, Theo and I were at this convention, YouTube convention. <laughs> and Georgia was there. Um, were you a fan of Theo? Let's put it out there. Were you a fan of Theo? Well, I never watched any of his videos. Being oh, completely okay. Okay. That's what I I've heard that one before. On but your friend was like a fan of Theo, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> so this was back in 2015 and I just remember your friend coming up to us like, because I was with Theo and being like, hi Theo. And I took photos of you guys together. Yeah, oh my God. And um, Wait, a photo of me and Georgia? <laughs> yeah, there's photo proof. <laughs> so Georgia and I must have, I don't even know how we exchanged our social medias, but we followed each other on Twitter. I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram. It was Twitter first, then Instagram. Yeah. And then we followed each other. It was back in 2017 and Georgia actually messaged first. So this is two years after like, you, you met for the first time and it's just been like a non-existent Twitter mutual. Yeah. And we must have just like liked each other's things and... um. I don't know, followed each other and saw what each other was tweeting Ooh, things. And Georgia goes, <laughs> and Georgia goes, hey girl, are you going to short tonight? And I was like, I wish, I really wanted to go. And I remember seeing the message and being like, oh my God, she messaged me. <laughs> and then I just reply like literally like, oh no, that was last year. Okay. That doesn't matter. But we follow <laughs> each other on Instagram. <laughs> And um and then I invited her to a concert randomly at the start of last year and we became friends. This was this like and mid one of your I'm gonna go out and make new meet new people and make new friends phases? No, it was I think I was like interested in the event and I saw that you were interested in it too. And I like messaged you and I was like, Hey, are you going to um the internet at the zoo and you're like oh no I really wanted to or something like that mm-hmm. and then I was like oh I've got a spare ticket do you want to come <laughs> and I was nervous but I was like nah I think we vibe and then we became really good friends over the year and we moved in together that's actually crazy Theo the other day we, he was over and he was like you guys don't even know each other and we're like we don't <laughs> I'm like, wait, you've actually, it feels like you've been friends for ages, but you've met like twice prior to this. Damn, this is a real Wattpad fan fiction come to life. I know. <laughs> we were like, we need to start a YouTube channel. Could you imagine that? It'd be so good. <laughs> yeah, that's how we met and that's how we moved in. And have I been a good roommate so far? No, you've been like that 
actual worst person. You never clean, you never cook, and you just go. Just as I imagined. <laughs> Thank you for confirming. <laughs> so I'm about to move out. Um, I'm so excited this for joining us. Thanks, Georgia. Oh, no. no, I was just gonna say I'm so excited to listen to this convo like a few months down the track when you're like don't we bring hate her each up other. on the podcast again. Like you've moved out. And you're like, <laughs> don't mention that. I'm actually been in two. I don't think it's going to happen. So that's how it's been going <laughs> um, here. I love it. It's actually the best. We DM. It's like we were talking to each other and we're like, it's kind of like being on a sleepover. But so you get to be with your friends and talk to your friends all the time. But then like you can just go to your own room and do your own stuff and you're not annoyed at them. You know how at sleepovers all you want to do is go home? Yeah. It's like. You don't feel that because you just go to your room or go do whatever you want. And you guys are probably but like... you can come out and talk. A good level of friendship for this to happen too. I'm really loving it. But um, we've got a Girls. new roommate moving Ooh. in soon. Oh. <laughs> and it's a male. So oh. that's going to be interesting. Okay. It's going to change up the dynamic. I just got shivers down my spine. I'm a little bit scared for him. <laughs> for him? What? <laughs> Might advise him to put a lock on his door at night. We don't want any straight What is with in. you? Are you <laughs> crazy? I had a job trial today and it went awful. Oh, no. It was so bad. I thought you were going to say awesome. <laughs> Why? No. No, not for like <laughs> not for like me. Like I did a good job. But like the vibe was off. I just did it. I just wasn't feeling it. And I had to call mom and be like, I think they like me, but I just don't think I could work there because like Oh, you didn't like I don't that. feel comfortable. Yeah. What in like, particular? How like did you know be... from the trial? Well, I walked in and like I just felt stressed and the whole like atmosphere got me stressed and I was like I couldn't imagine actually doing something wrong or like having a bad day and being like overwhelmed and I just want to cry. So I was like I cannot work there. Like I've got school to stress about. I don't need a really stressful job on top of that. Oh, you um, need that job back. But we'll where see you what were, they say. Where you were working in that like antique Australian clothing store and there was no customers and you just sat oh, there my, all day. <laughs> my auntie shop. Yeah. There were customers, but like you just kind of sat there and did nothing because I didn't know what else to do. I, I yeah, feel like yeah. that's actually not, maybe not the job you need, but seems like the job you want. No, I like a job that stimulates me, but I just don't want a job where like I'm there for an hour, which I was there for an hour with the trial and I just wanted to cry. And not because I'd done anything wrong, not because anything particularly had happened, but just it seemed like a really stressful, a little bit of a hostile situation. And I was like, I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out. Um, so oh, damn. I got on the job pod still looking, but... It just wasn't for me. And I guess that's what a trial is for. It's not just for the people to trial you. It's for you to trial their environment too. I suppose. And I guess if you're already feeling like that, and if you've got that like stuck in your mind, it wouldn't be easy to kind of stray away. But maybe uh, maybe you might end up loving it if you gave it a chance. So I what do you reckon? If they so. offer you the like job, what are you going to do? Decline. It was like a f- I was like waitressing fine dining, like but Ooh. it was just it was stressful. Right. Yeah, I guess we don't need that. Like, ex- we don't need that in year twelve. Maybe next year. Yeah. Anyway, apart from that, I'm feeling really good. Like I've had a bit of, a few stresses, but like we went back to school and I freaked out a bit, but it wasn't like the worst experience of my life, so that's good. What about you? What have you been up to? Well, I just wanted to quickly touch on. I went to a wedding because I was playing in like the band. It's a couple of friends, and they were both twenty. No, one of them. No, both twenty-one, 
and getting married. Thoughts. 21. It was... I'll say, I could it was, not. They were a great relationship. It was a beautiful wedding, beautiful couple. But 21, what do you think? That's that's us next it's, year. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I don't even know myself fully. So to like get married to somebody like freaks me out. <laughs> like, ugh. I don't know. I know. I was thinking the same, but then I saw the wedding and I was like, love is so beautiful. And I'm like, do you, yeah, like do you really is, but need like to, I do you need to like, cause I keep saying this whenever we're talking about relationships. I'm like, I would prefer to have myself worked out before I like attach to someone else. But do you ever work yourself out or are you just going to spend no, your life being like, you wait, don't, wait for me but to I do think, I do think you need, time because it's a weird period between leaving school and like becoming a full-blown adult and like 21 i feel like you haven't become a full-blown adult yet do you know what i mean like it depends for the people i guess but like you're still developing through that stage like do you have a full-time job have you got a house like it's just like i don't know you know what i mean that's true the other kind of downside is i feel like getting married when you get married to a degree, you kind of cut off opportunities, like even for yeah. friendships or just for doing stuff that you could only really do alone because being married to someone, it does kind of tie down a little bit. Well, Me yeah, that's that. what like, it is. Like I've any experience with marriage. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, so I, feel I like totally married agree. Young, you're kind of ending that period younger. I mean, I guess if you think it's worth it because you're so in love. But like, why don't you just it. like, I just, yeah, like be in be in a relationship but like without the marriage and like see how it goes i don't know like i couldn't imagine myself like being in a committed full like marriage ring on the finger like something that you can't really get out of at that age because you're still like figuring like even if you wanted like you do everything as a partner you know what i mean i don't know well in other news one thing i did want to discuss today is TV shows. So I know this is for a long time. Your it's kind of been your brand, the whole Netflix <laughs> TV show binging. Kind no, of but thing. your but the thing is, my brand is like Netflix and binging crappy TV shows. Yours is reality TV shows. It's a bit different. Okay, that's that's true. But um, I I for some reason like I never watch Netflix. I checked my history, and the last thing I watched was The Society. I think in like June last year. Oh my god! Um, but for some reason, the last couple of weeks, probably because I haven't been reading any books or going to the gym at all, I have been <laughs> going through. Oh my god! Your news resolution <laughs> got down the drain. And my gym membership expired. And my new thing is I'm gonna um get a home gym. I think, but in reality, I probably oh won't. Oh my god! Like my you're gym. going to do that? Anyway, we're not, we're not talking about that. The point is... Well, me uh, on the other hand, I've got a personal trainer. I've got an eating plan. I'm on track. Yeah, it's about time you had some um, good stuff happen and I didn't. <laughs> um, but I have been watching an unusual amount of TV. Whew, where to begin? First, I wanted to bring up The Circle. Yes. So I remember you messaging me about this and being like, you've got to watch it. And I was like, no, like the last thing I want to watch is a reality TV show about social media. Like, yuck. And then one I know, night, Georgia bad. and I, Georgia and I were like, oh, what can we watch? Da, 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 da. And we just like slur it. And I was like, do you want to watch this theater? <laughs> we to watch it. And 
we watched it and then every night we we're like, do you want to watch an episode? Do you want to watch an episode? And we finished it <laughs> like a couple of days. I wait, I'll just do a disclaimer in that I have kind of wanted to avoid talking about TV shows because I feel like if you haven't seen it, it's kind of boring. But I do think these shows are kind of interesting to discuss on a different level. But just for a brief rundown. So basically the circle, there's like eight people in different apartments built of this same apartment building. And they've got this, that all they do is sit in the apartment but they've got this TV screen which is connected to the app called The Circle and they can talk to each other, they can have group chats and they have to do activities like ranking each other and then every day or a couple of days they rank everyone out of seven or whatever and then have to choose someone to vote out. So it's a competition who will be the most popular and you can choose to be someone else or you can choose to be yourself. So it's basically trying to, t- it's a so social experiment. you can experiment. be a catfish or not. Yeah, it's a social experiment to see like the fakeness of social media. Yeah, and it was super interesting, like, what people thought was fake and, like, how people interacted with people and what they said after, like, messaging them. Even, like, hearing them type out, like, speak what they wanted to message, I was like, oh, my God. It's, I mean, I, I th- thought it was interesting, but I feel like it wasn't that much of a, like, it wasn't anything revolutionary or social. Like, this one lady, right, so she is, she was a lesbian and very big and kind of, um kind of masculine vibes and she was like self-admittedly not particularly attractive but she went on as this really attractive girl and then everyone hated her and thought she was fake and a catfish and she was like it just goes to show like you can't judge a book by its cover but i'm like but what did you what did you prove because everyone everyone didn't like you anyway yeah, I, I, nothing revolutionarily, like, came to mind when watching it. It was just interesting to see, like, how people, like, reacted to messages. Like, if people would be like, oh, like, I hope you're okay, they'd be like, that's so fake. And, like, what yeah. they're saying is so fake, but they were actually being genuine. And then when people were being really fake, they're like, oh, they're so sweet. I was like, what? I know, it's um, so hard to tell. But the person who won... yeah. He was actually really super real the whole time. And I think that showed... The only thing that I really learned with it was that it showed, like, being yourself will get you further than, like, not being yourself. Because he was, like, I think wholeheartedly himself throughout the whole thing. Like, there were some bits where I didn't like his personality, but he was himself. And people just accepted it. Actually, you're right. It did kind of show that because, yeah, everyone at the end was had been themselves and that was their thing like i want to be unapologetically myself except for one oh sorry i'm spoilers if you haven't seen this um (laughs) one catfish person who everyone was suspecting and didn't really like anyway that's i loved him though oh he was hilarious i loved him but yeah it's just like it showed that people really just genuinely they could tell if you were yourself and they liked you better if you were and I think that's the main message and that was super interesting in itself. True. True, because um, it was like people, yeah, like you said, some people were genuine and they couldn't tell. Some people were fake. And it's just so real when you're talking on social media and just not having any idea what people are actually trying to say. Like me and you, that's the cause of like, <laughs> quite, quite a few like... So much well, beef know, between us. Beef, just like fake beef, just because we don't know what the other person's insinuating. We always get the wrong idea. <laughs> I always read between the lines or like I think, so, oh yeah, it's not good. And you're always just like, okay, okay. And I'm like, if she said, okay, what, what time? I'm going to snap. Have you watched yet Don't F With Cats? 
I can't. I'm too scared. No. Like, I know it's going to freak me out. Yeah, so, like, somebody explained the whole thing to me. So, I know what happens and I know everything. Like, and I still want to watch it. But it, like, freaks me out. But then how, oh, like, legit. it egged him on for people to, like... So, like, oh, there's this yeah, dude that so posts a video of him killing cats on, like, the dark web. And these people form a Facebook group to try and track him down. Because they're like, he needs to be... He needs to... Like, there needs to be justice for the cats. And so they... It's so interesting. Because they literally pull out... Like, the t- they track every little um, bit of the video. They, like, find... See his blanket and find that on eBay. And see where it's been sold. They see a vacuum cleaner. It's just a blurry in the corner. And they track the vacuum cleaner and find, like, it's only sold in America. And they, like, they hear it's playing in the background. But eventually this guy catches on to the fact that they're doing this and he starts like playing with them and messing with them and putting stuff in his videos. Oh, it's awful. And at one point, I don't know if you heard, at one point, they think they find the guy right. It's so messed so up. So they start spamming him with like hate. The whole group starts hating on him so, so much because they thought it's the guy. Turns out it's not the guy. Oh my God. But he kills himself. Oh my God. Oh my god, I did not and, know that. And I was kind of like, well, but that doesn't, it, like, it, why does it make sense to kill yourself? Just spare me with hate. If, um, if you're being spared with hate, but, um, like, it's not relevant to you, like, sure, you'd be like, you've got the wrong person. Yeah. But it kind of goes to show that, so, well, one, suicide doesn't make sense in the first place, but two, oh, he had already been battling these crazy depre- uh, mental health issues. He had depression. And this was just kind of the thing that pushed him over the edge. It was awful. No, yeah, I just... That whole thing freaks me out because it's like... uh, Like, everything you post is seen. Like, I know that's not what it's about, but, like, anybody could find you. You know what I mean? And I think that's what freaks me out. Yeah. I know, it made me think of my um, digital footprint. I remember in, like, digital media or something in, like, year eight or nine them talking about digital footprints and this is when I was terrified because I was making secret YouTube videos <laughs> and I was like oh if you search my name because they were talking about like what happens if you search your name and I was like if you search my name like I'm on every social media I'm telling everything <laughs> about my life and I'm like please don't search me oh god but literally it's like even though I'm like oh yeah I'll never post my address but you don't even need to post your address you can post like a vacuum cleaner and people can track yeah, you down yeah it's so weird and creepy freaks me out they saw parts of his building, then went onto like Google Earth and like zoomed into the streets and found like where he was. It was oh insane. Ah, scary. Literally. At the end, oh yeah, because like you said, they ended up kind of being a part of it because he was like a super narcissistic, like he was obsessed with fame and TV shows and stuff, and he wanted to emulate like these scary yeah. movies. Um, and so. At the end, they were like, because he kept getting worse and worse, and he like killed more cats and more animals, and then ends up killing kills kills a human, and they're like, did we give him kind of the attention and the fame that he wanted? Did we egg him on to, to then do kill, it? Yeah, the human. And oh. so at the end, the lady asks, and she's like, like how complicit were we? And then she turns to the screen and she's like, and you, it makes eye contact. You watching this right now? giving him even more attention. Are you complicit? Oh my God, that makes me feel sick. 
<laughs> I'm like, wait, you, you can't make this documentary, advertise it to me, and then be like, are you complicit? Like, what? <laughs> but also, I mean, it's kind of, it makes you think, that, uh, because we do kind of, like all these horror stuff happen, like even Osama bin Laden, all these evil people, and we do hype them up, obviously in a bad way. Yeah. But you can see how it's kind of attractive. If someone wants fame and they're not getting it the normal ways. Yeah, it's scary. I don't like it at all. I don't like it one bit. So this week or this past week has been a lot of news for us to talk about. And like heavy stuff too. Perhaps the biggest... Perhaps the biggest news, um, the fact that Survivor All-Stars started. Hey, oh my what's God. Up? No, you're obsessed. Um, we won't get into that. However, if you're not watching, watch it. It's incredible. Oh, my God. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I, no, I got into huge, not huge beef, but me and my boss were arguing for hours today about whether it's fake or not. It's so fake. <laughs> and I get home. <laughs> no, please. And then I get home and I'm like to my dad and we're like, Oh, so me and um, my boss were going at it for ages about it being fake. And I'm like, Are you, how can you even? And he's like, what do you mean? Of course it's fake. And then me and my dad <laughs> were going at it for ages. And I'm like, I just get heated over. I get heated over Survivor. I'm sorry. You're obsessed. Like, I think it's an actual, like, problem. I went off at someone in a Facebook group because they were hating on someone. Oh, my God. And I was like, y'all are trash. Dog on. Sorry, go on with the... <laughs> no, it's fine. We always love a bit of a Theo, like Theo drama moment. Never get lots of those. No, wait. The only two things that make me angry. People calling Survivor fake and driving with Ali in the front seat. <laughs> Sorry that I'm worried about my car and worried about dying. Anyway, um, speaking of death, a tragedy happened that's really bad. That's a really bad oh. segue. Cut that out, please. I'm sorry. No, um, Continue. No, please cut Continue. that out. Anyway, so we've had some horrific stuff happen this week, including lots of people have died because of the coronavirus, which I'd really like to touch on because um, it's being made into this huge thing that I don't think really is. I'm going to put it out there. Um, but before that, right. uh, I, yeah. I actually... <laughs> Funny story how I work. I woke up randomly at 6 a.m. the morning that this happened and like went on my phone and was going through Instagram and only one page had posted about it. And they're like, RIP Kobe Bryant. Um, and I was like, what? It was like 6 a.m. And I was like, I went up to my phone and was scrolling through Instagram and there was only one post at that time. And it was like, RIP Kobe Bryant. And this is so sad. And I was like, what? Like, this has to be a joke. Like, there's no way like Kobe Bryant has died like there's like no way like this is like somebody's made this up or something like that and then I went on to um Google and I like looked it up and turns out he passed away as everybody probably knows now in a helicopter crash so I called my mom and like just started crying which is really weird like I don't like with deaths and things like when they're personal to me obviously it hurts but like I never thought I'd be one to cry over like a celebrity dying I suppose and I wasn't even like a massive massive Kobe fan like yeah. I just like obviously like watched a bit of him and like because I played basketball um growing up um but I just like literally could not stop crying and it just makes me think how like I thought like he was kind of like the epitome of um immortality 
you know what I mean? Like, pe- people like that you just don't see dying. I don't know. Maybe because he was so young, but, like, I, it was just so out of the blue. Like, it's not like he was doing drugs or, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, when it's a crash or something like that, it's more like, oh, this could happen to anybody. Yeah. I don't... It is weird. I don't know what it is that's kind of different to... I mean, I, I was going to say it's kind of that same way with most celebrities but for for some reason like a singer dies or an actor dies maybe because it's almost expected and like i didn't know a whole lot about kobe bryant um but i knew enough that like even when i heard it i was i was like in shock but one because it's just like such a tragedy like a helicopter track a crash is crazy but maybe because it's is like a sports a sports star and you know sports people are yeah almost known for being tough and stuff but it was just kind of shocking and he is just known for being so kind of inspirational and you know having his having just like everything together and perfect so it was yeah like i don't know like if it was a cigarette actor it's sad but like i guess because like overdoses and like i just expect that but yeah maybe it is because like he was a sportsman we like idolize him and see this wait you're right injured the himself most- and like he came back and played again after he injured himself and like he, i don't know they just keep pushing through and then they die and it's like wow they're people too just i like mean us. yeah most most um most of these deaths we hear about though you're right are like they overdosed they <laughs> that's like basically they all overdose but it is kind of rare to have these like horrific freak accidents like what a helicopter crash did you did you hear i hadn't obviously because i'm not a huge thing i didn't know about i actually didn't know about this prior um goes to show how good i am with my sports people but um did you hear about the rape stuff no i only heard about it as soon as like he's obviously passed away um, but like also because I wasn't like, I was young when it happened, you know what I mean? When it all went down with all of that. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean more like now, oh, yeah. cause I feel like immediately we were swamped with people kind of in memoriam about how incredible he was. And then like the day after I started seeing more and more posts about people being like, rest in peace, but he was still a rapist and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, what? And then I looked into it. And now I'm conflicted. Yeah. Well, I looked into it too and I actually got into a heated discussion on somebody's Facebook post about it. Wait, I wait, I, I didn't see that because I was like between two other people and then I, I'm like, Ali Malcolm says, stop it. And then I'm like, wait, Ali Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was ranting um, like. Yeah, well, it's just funny properly, how yeah, like go on. he, so he was, if you didn't know, he was on trial for rape. A rape allegation. He admitted that... So, basically, if no one's heard... If you haven't heard about it, he was accused by this 19-year-old hotel concierge for raping him in his hotel room. And he admitted that they had consensual sex, but she said that, you know, they were kissing and then he tugged her back and then raped her without getting permission. So, there was a big trial and then a little... Like, the next year, she ended up pulling out of the case because... There wasn't. There's no reason stated, but she just said she wasn't able to continue with it. Well, she was getting she death was, threats but, and stuff. Yeah, he was very high profile. She was getting death threats. But there's been the whole thing of like, why are people bringing this up now? And like, can't you just like 
let him like be at peace and like you're only bringing it up because he's died and all this kind of stuff which in a sense is true like nobody would be bringing it up again if he hadn't died but it's because he's being like idolized and saying he's this like amazing person without any faults like he was such like he was he did so many amazing things and he was really impactful it's not like he had a history of like many many rapes but that this is possible that he did rape this girl and I think that needs to be taken into consideration because um you've got to think about like how she feel uh, like how it would feel to see like your rapist being idolized and pictured as this like perfect person when yeah, they've like true. done this to you so I'm very conflicted yeah, I mean, too like I... it's like you've got to think about the family and stuff like that they're the ones left here but then he is being idolized as this perfect person and like at what at what stage do you be like, oh, well, he wasn't perfect and he he did do these things. It's so difficult. Yeah, I just, I can't help feeling like it is kind of unnecessary to bring it up when he, who's the one who actually did it, is dead. So he's not going to be punished at all for people bringing it up now. The only people it's going to affect is like his family and his loved ones who are still here. And I just can't imagine how awful that would be for them to be hearing all this stuff while trying to, get over well just get through the tragedy you know yeah so i do kind of feel like it's unnecessary to bring it up now it's it's also while there are like so many other rapists and people famous people even that have been accused of sexual assault who are haven't been kind of convicted and still doing their thing technically he wasn't convicted so we seriously don't know but like uh, from like the police reports and stuff what do you think about the whole innocent until proven guilty i hate it where do you kind of draw the line at that? You hate um, it. Yeah, because lots of like, especially with famous people and like sexual assault, especially and things like that, people don't get proven guilty because it is word against word. It just, it doesn't work out that way. And people don't go through the pain of admitting things. Like some crazy people do, but the majority of people don't go through the pain of like going through a trial and like being publicly shamed or humiliated and telling their side of the story of, like, a sexual assault or a rape just for the fun of it, you know what I mean? So, like, to say innocent proven guilty, I'm like, how yep. can you... Yeah, yep. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Well, respects to both of them and condolences. On a lighter note, on a lighter note in news, this is kind of an old news topic, but I wanted to see what you're thinking of. So, did you hear about the baby, or the toddler, I guess, it was climbing up like an Ikea set of drawers, and the drawers fell on the baby and killed it, and the parents... How is this a lighter note? (laughs) Well, it's a lighter note because the parents sued Ikea and got $47 million from it. But their baby died. How was that a lighter note? I was very confused. I I temporarily forgot about the baby death and was just thinking about the money, but... It is a very tragic note. I should have said continuing the tragic note. I'm sorry. So I wanted to bring this up because 47 mil is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, their kid did die. Yes. What I'm saying is, do you think that is a good, like a good substitute? Money for the death of your child? Hey, 47 million, if, if we're being specific though. 
are you kidding right now? No, <laughs> I I'm don't know if you're joking. No. Well, I mean, I'm not fucked. Are you, are you about to have some children just to kill them so you can Wait, no, that was my next point. I'm not, I'll say I'm not fighting for the 47 mil, but I did want to bring in the alternative argument because if you think about it, it's kind of a random, almost random baby. Like you haven't known it for that long. You've made you, oh they've known it for probably God. a few years. You can re, you can make as many babies as you like. It's not Oh my god. You can't just get forty seven million dollars. That sets you up for like an awesome life for the rest of your life and you can have more kids. Yeah, you have the death of your child. Which you can easily replace. You can't easily replace forty seven mil. Oh my god. I can't even with you right but now. But what I the started to think through your head. was, has there, do people, is this like a strategy that people do? Do they have kids, but they know like, all right, I'm not going to get attached to it. I'm just going to have this baby. I'm going to take it to Ikea, make a client with some furniture and sue the company and get money from it. And that's their intention. Like they're not having a baby to, for the sake of having a real baby they can raise. They're having a baby for the sake of, I could get some money out of it. And from the baby's... Maybe if you're a psycho. But it, from the baby's point of view, I wasn't going to have the baby. Now I'm having it. So it's not like the baby is losing anything necessarily. Because I wasn't going to have the baby, but I decided to just for this. Oh my God. I can't. This discussion's over. Next topic. We've actually got some advice questions. Ooh. It's been a long time since we've given out some advice, don't you agree? I have, I have no, not the faintest clue why, to be frank. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> we, we're very good at giving advice, so I don't know why. I actually think I'm really good at giving out advice, though, so that's the sad thing. Because like, I give out so much advice and it actually works for people, but I just can't take my own advice and I don't do anything. I look honestly. I kind of think I am too at giving like straight up advice of what will actually work. But for some reason, when these people send in questions, most of the time they're just like completely. For some reason, it's just maybe just because we don't have the full story. But for some reason, it's hard. All right, lay it on us. Give us the first okay. question. So this first advice question is anonymous. So we're just gonna call Laura. Um, she goes, hey, you two, loving the podcast. I'm having one of these moments where you're deep in thought for absolutely no reason and I thought of a sort of interesting topic. I would be keen to hear your perspectives on whether you can be truly happy alone or whether you need someone in your life to make you happy. I went through a ba- breakup last year with someone I'd been with for two years and had a big history before that too. Then yesterday, lame, re- lame moment coming up, I was driving and shout out to my ex by Little Mix came on and I just belted it and realized for the first time I generally felt at peace with not having a significant other in my life and with hap- and was happy being me. I feel like in a way happiness has been taught to us to only exist fully when in a relationship and I think it's an interesting conversation to have. So this, this message is so long lol it gives me so much anxiety writing to y'all but I don't know I'm feeling confident in myself. To start... Ooh. I'm glad that you're feeling confident in yourself. I love that. So good. And as somebody being single for 19 years of my life, nearly 20, okay. I don't... But when people say that and they're only 19, like <laughs> you've really only had a few years of odd possibilities. 
true. I don't think that you do and I don't think you can be fully happy with somebody else until you can be fully happy being alone, if that makes sense. Oh. Like, I feel like if you're not used to being alone, then you don't, and you're not happy with yourself being alone, then you don't really know yourself fully, which means how can you not, like, how can you be fully happy with somebody else if you don't know yourself fully? Which is an interesting, like, topic in itself. It's like, it's like that one that comes up with, um, can you love somebody else without loving yourself? It's kind of like that. Like, can you be happy if you can't be happy alone? Well, we see that all the time as, like, a reason for people breaking up. Like, you know, Liza and David, for example. Liza's like, I have to, I don't not love David, but I have to focus on myself first. I need to, like, find myself. And I do think, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying about needing to be happy by yourself for well i mean not to enjoy a relationship or even be happy but i think to like fully maximize it and get the get the most out of it what as she was saying that first i was like oh does she mean like forever forever or and then i was like oh i think she just means like for now but what do you think about the idea of being like single forever like do you think you could be happy if you never found love you didn't get married you just ended up um, being by yourself I don't think so I think because I'm a really romantic person well it depends if I'm surrounded by like people that I love like platonically like friends and family then I think I'd be I, like I think I'd always be yearning for something but I think I could still be happy um but I do as everybody knows from the podcast I do love romance and I do love crushes and the thought of being in love or like stuff like that like I feel like that's a big part of just my personality and who I am as a person my personality and who I am as a person god I just said the same thing in two different ways but like that's what I value as like one of my life goals or like things so like it would make me really happy to have that but I could still be happy I mean I'm kind of the same but I'm like I cannot I could not I can't imagine like being just not with anyone forever and being happy like that like that sounds miserable to me not actually finding anyone and just being alone but then I'm like how I wonder how much of that is because of how we're raised with the expectation of that's that's like that's the trajectory of your life and also how much of that is like is it actually a part of our biology or psychology I guess biology I don't know you're in school you tell me Mm -hmm. like our biological makeup I definitely think mine's a society-driven thing because I just love the idea of romance, which is wouldn't be psychological or anything like that. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to think because usually that is the ultimate goal for like what you see everybody around you is like the ultimate goal is to meet somebody, to marry them, to settle down. What in all different ways like of how you do that, but it is to find somebody that you spend your life. I think life because. With. I mean, I guess this isn't um, most people. We are just also different. But whenever I think of like the good, like the best memories I have, or if I'm comparing like school years, or if I'm ke- comparing like trips overseas, it all comes down to like the relationships I had with people and like how much I enjoyed the people. And I guess what, yeah. like our biggest bit of happiness does ultimately come from our relationships with people and like love and that kind of thing. Damn, that sounds like a bit cringe, but that's what it comes down to. Um, I guess like finding someone is kind of the ultimate uh, level of that. 
because yeah. it's just you two. No, I would say, f- just going back to this question though, I think that's awesome um, that you're feeling kind of good at this time. And I'd I'd say, like, honestly, everyone is different and everyone, people are set up to be people, people aren't. And I think you should just enjoy, enjoy this time solo and try and try and spend some time like just focusing on that and not looking kind of for the next thing. Things just happen when they happen, I think. Okay, the next question is anonymous. Oh. It's a long one. Are you hey, ready? Hey, Anon. Yeah. Goes, hi, Theo and Ali. Hey, Anon. I hope you're do- both doing well. How are you doing? Um, anyway, I, w- <laughs> I wanted to ask for your advice slash opinion on something. It'd be great if you guys could keep this an- Anon. I'm scared. Okay, Did yeah. Did she kill someone? <laughs> she definitely um, killed someone. <laughs> did she kill somebody basically recently i've been struggling with my mental health eventually i decided to get help after six months ish of feeling like shit that's a sorry to pause i'm just gonna make a comment here because i don't want to miss out on anything but that is such a huge step and you should be so proud of yourself in that anyway like reaching out yeah, and getting awesome. help is like the first to like, like it's just amazing like amazing Anyway, she said, but I feel awful about it because I have no reason to be depressed or so anxious, but I am. And I feel like I'm just being stupid because even though I'm not trying to feel this, I still am. And when I talk about it, I just feel guilty. And now I'm not sure if I regret asking for help. (laughs) So it's like she's very much in her head. Um, Nothing has gotten better yet. It's only been two months and I know I can't really expect anything this quickly, but I still am unsure because now I'm doubting everything about my life. Like how long have I been acting like an actual crazy bitch? Lol. She said lol, not me. To everyone (laughs) around me. How many people just think I'm stupid? Um, does anyone actually like me? Oh. I've got no clue. For a couple of years, I've really wanted to go on exchange for Japan to two yes. to three months. And now I don't know if doctors, such counselors and parents will support that because I would, won't be able to handle it or something like that. Fair, but it's really disheartening. Anyway, wondering what your thoughts were. Maybe my crazy rambling was a juicy podcast topic. Who knows? Hope you're having a good day though. Okay, there's um, a lot in that. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, a lot to unpack. But first, I just really want to quickly say, just to remind you guys that we're not pros or health professionals. We know nothing professionally. This is like just our opinions. Um, and I will say, like, no yeah. matter what we say, I rec- like. Did you wait? Did you say she was seeing a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's seeing some. Definitely uh, talk to them about uh, the exchange seeing. thing because I wait. I need to think about my own opinion, but. Like, ultimately, don't know what's best for your mental health. Yeah. So we're just opinions. Um, anyway, I agree with that. Go. We've just got our opinions. Yeah, as I said, it's a huge thing reaching out for help and, like, getting the help you need. And it's not going to be fixed in two months. It's going to take a while. And, like, people to understand you and how you work because everybody's different. So they're probably just still figuring out how you work and, like, what's going on. Um, so don't expect it to be fixed because, like, I – as if you've listened to the podcast, it's taken me 19 years. <laughs> so, like, it shouldn't be that long, but it sometimes can take a little while. Um, and the second thing was that, like, anxiety and depression, you don't have to have a reason to feel it. It's just there. And you don't have to have a situation that causes it or, like, a, a thing that's triggered it. Like, it can just happen. Like, for example, the other day I nothing was wrong nothing was going on I just felt really really anxious for no reason and I was like why why do I like feel this way um and it just comes and goes and like it doesn't mean it's any less than anything like anybody else's anxiety depression who have been through things it just means it's different and you 
deal with it different and it might even be things that you're not aware with and aware of but it doesn't have to be things either I think that's the biggest thing to understand that you're allowed to feel whichever way you feel and um nothing has to be triggering it particularly and don't feel guilty about it which I know is so hard but like no yeah just trust that like your 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 emotions are there for a reason and to like help you understand what's going on in the world around you and why you feel this way nobody tries to feel anxious or depressed (laughs) so don't worry I don't think anybody will think you're trying to feel that way um so don't feel guilty about that or stupid because nobody goes out of their way to feel those emotions because they suck and it's normal I guess when you're going through sorry I'm rambling a lot but it's normal when you're going through um, therapy and like or counseling or when you're getting help um, and you're trying to understand yourself. It's normal to doubt everything that's gone on, like gone on in the past. But like that's just part of understanding why you chose to do those things and like how you think and how you feel and how you react to things. It's all about understanding how you work really. And that's what therapy is about. So then you can deal with things that come um, your way. And we all deal with them differently. So while it's really probably stressful how you're questioning all these things at the moment and questioning if anybody actually likes you or it's just you reflecting on past situations and like what you can do presently, which isn't helpful, but it's, um, yeah, it's difficult, but like it's a whole process. Like your brain's doing that because it's trying to understand how you're feeling really anyway i just spoke for a lot no that was good (laughs) any points do you have i mean yeah i don't know how much useful stuff i can add um i will say about like the thinking everyone hates you bit it is such an awful position to be in because you have no idea how people other people are, are thinking and I, I know we all get stuck in those kind of ruts of being like, this person hates me, this person hates me, everyone hates me. But the point is you just have to get stuck in your head that there's no way for you to tell how other people are thinking. And the more you overanalyze it, the more it's going to make it worse. There's no way for you to know what they're thinking, whether they hate you or not. And there's usually not that much you can do about it either way. But what you can, what you do have control over is what you're thinking. Um and it, it does, I mean, it comes back to the, just accept, uh, yeah, I know what you're going to say, like accepting um, your emotions and like your thoughts and accepting. Yeah. Be more conscious of your own thoughts because ultimately that's what you can control. You don't know what they're thinking. And the other thing, I don't, I'm not sure how young you are, but particularly if you're younger, like still in school, everyone hates everyone. <laughs> they, maybe they do hate you. Maybe they hate you today. They probably won't tomorrow. Like the point is everyone's crazy nobody knows what they think everyone's stressed you really cannot put too much weight on what people think like people hate each other they love each other the next week like it's just the nature of high school and being a teenager just recognizing that and being like these opinions aren't that concrete they're so flexible there's nothing you can't change and there's nothing like you just can't put too much weight on it because frankly it's like nothing stays the same for a day it's difficult like when you're in your head that much and when you've got anxiety because you stick on to those things. I know. I know. Thank you for the question. I think it's time we get into a couple of... People picks? People Ooh. picks. All right. So, we actually got quite a <laughs> lot had, this week. I didn't spend a lot of time looking at them because I knew you were going to pick them out. But we had quite a few. Like I saw quite a yeah. few submissions. 
if you want to be like we take questions people picks whatever on our insta the undecided gen z we usually post about it once a week um or our email the undecided gen z gmail.com so the first one was the story about how ali liked the year seven but i think we need to give that like half an episode because that's just hilarious <laughs> We keep like bringing it up <laughs> and we're not talking about anything. I love it. I love it. dragging people along. More people are asking about it. I know. I love it. So just keep holding on. Um, but it's definitely right. going to be a theme. Um, I really like this one. So as I said, these are people picks. So they're really we give quick fire answers. So we're not going to delve too deep into them, but we will talk about them. Thoughts on Tinder slash Bumble? Should it be used legitimately or as a meme? Um, uh, I think. Younger people use it as a meme and then they develop to use it when they're older. And, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, I don't know if you should or should not do something. Like, it's there for people to use however they want, which is difficult. Like, I wouldn't say I used it as a meme. I used it as a way as a distraction or a confidence boost, which I don't recommend everybody. I've deleted it now. Are you proud? Yes. I just couldn't deal with it. It's too much. Thank you. It's really a meme to the people who are younger and then as soon as you get past like probably not get to 19 it's more serious or like people are actually they're looking for what they want to find um but i don't really know what you like mean not actually mean. trying mean to find like anyone with your friends i mean swiping? i feel like i feel like there's no pu- should like you can choose to use it however you want and there's people on it either way it makes it kind of yeah i, mean, I that's feel like it would thing. be kind of hard though if you're on it and there's people doing it for me but you're like trying to find love but I'm honestly surprised at the amount of people I encounter that have actually met. And when I say that, I mean, like, I've heard of two, like, YouTubers that have met on it. But um, <laughs> they've actually met on it and, like, had a proper relationship. So I think I think it's, like, yeah, fully legitimate. Like, just, people yeah. can meet people. They're like, how do you choose to do it? The only time I've had yep. Tinder was for a meme. Well, actually not for a meme, but we set up, like, a schoolies a group account to find friends on schoolies. And it it kind of worked. See, but that's not you. That's kind of using it legitimately. That's not like I don't. I don't know how you distinguish no. the two. Because even as a meme, was, you're using. Uh, I yeah, mean, I yeah. Know. Oh, that's true. We were using it like properly, but it was it was like a bit of a meme because it was using Tinder to find friends on schoolies. This one's interesting. The coronavirus. We got a lot of that. <gasps> oh, so my, my take. Spine. Is that it's literally just like the flu. You know, 80,000 people died of the flu in America this year or last year, yet nobody cares. And this has killed like 0.01% of people in China. And it's like this massive thing. And like, yes, it's awful that this is death, but it's literally just another version of the flu. It's tricky though, because you're right in that. It's not that dramatic from a death point of view, except for the fact that there's no vaccine yet. And it can, it does have the potential to spread like crazy. But it is way worse in that it has like had greater effects because of everyone freaking out about it. For example, it's estimated that the Australian kind of economy has already lost like $16 billion from it, partly because we've we've stopped all tourism from China, but also because like there's so many Chinese students that come here and all of them have been stopped from coming. Yeah. So, and that's like a so huge yeah, amount of like money. That, that- but the whole thing about it, like it's only, it's only really impacted elderly people, like mainly um, elderly people have died or people with um, issues already. 
So it's yeah, just yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem to be that like actually deathly just from random people. Yeah, the xenophobic stuff that's starting to come up about it is actually awful, and it makes me so sad and angry and pissed off at the world. And like, I read this thing about how this Uber driver picked up this person and like thanked the person so much because like, um, everybody when they like booked the Uber when they saw he was Chinese like cancelled him because they. Like, thought he had the coronavirus and he was like thank you so much like I promise I'm not sick like I'm healthy like could you imagine he's like I'm just yeah, here to like stupid. be my there's family like, I mean there's literally like three people in um here however there is like an extent of being wary because if if you're like an old person and you don't know if these like a Chinese person that you're encountering has come from China recently. That is pretty risky, but yeah, people like bullying Chinese people at school, and yeah, it's just awful. The other no, but the other thing that's come out. Have you been seeing like the stuff about because it started with animals? Have you been seeing the stuff about the like the Chinese markets where people are eating food, and it's the live animals being sold? There's koalas. What? Like, there's a few of these koalas in a cage at one of these crazy markets. Like, being sold for food. That literally scares me. There's koalas, there's wolf pups, there's, like, snakes, there's bats, and people are just, like, eating them live. Like, oh my god. Okay, our last people picks for the night is, if a dude proposed to a girl and she said no, is a relationship over? And this is one that I've thought about a lot, actually, like in the past. Like if somebody proposes and you say no, are they suddenly like broken up? Like, are they still dating? Like what happens after no. that? Well, I'm, I mean... Like what, I wouldn't assume someone, that like maybe I'm just not what, ready to get married then. Like, oh my God, I don't know. It's so yeah, stressful. But you're allowed to speak. Okay, well, for starters, I always thought about this too. But then I realized that when you are in a relationship you've generally discussed marriage and whether you'd get married quite a bit. And if you get proposed without having any of these discussions, you're probably a bit intense yeah. and unaware anyway. But but like it's not like you're not allowed to speak at all after you say the initial no. Like you say no, but it's because I think we should wait because we don't have enough money yet. Or <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not ready to get married, but let's continue dating. Like, what do I you just mean? guess because I've seen it all those like public like proposals and things like that. And then they're just like awkwardly there. Like if I ever get proposed to in a public place, I swear to God, that is oh. literally like my worst nightmare ever. Oh. Really? You're not down for like a flash mob? No, no, that's literally oh. no, 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 no. Nothing public at all. No, like people that go oh no family no nothing i want it's just one-on-one because like if i were to say actually no like oh my god and just like it's good to share that moment one-on-one anyway like but i would say that like with the question yeah that's true like no the worst is when you're at a concert or like a sports game and then you just like sit back down yeah, like, that's so awkward. So, yeah, the answer to the question, I don't think the relationship should be over. But if it is, that's awkward as hell. Well, I mean, it's not a given for it to be over. Yeah. It might end it. But usually, because I feel like most of the times that someone would say no to a proposal is when the guy is delusional and the girl doesn't actually like him <laughs> at all. 
<laughs> and he's just like chasing her, being like, "Will you marry me?" And she's like, "No, I don't know you." <laughs> Oh, God. But that's it for today's episode. It's been a long one. I feel like... I know. I feel like we didn't even speak that much, but it's been an hour and a half. Yeah, it's been a long episode. (laughs) Last week, we spoke for like 40 minutes. You know, we always love to mix it up. We need to. As per usual, as we said before, if you have any advice or questions or people picks for us... DM us on the undecided Gen Z or we have an email at the undecided Gen Z at gmail.com. We have our dot com. <laughs> we have our private Instagrams at Theo.McCoy and at Ali underscore Malcolm. And don't forget to go give a rating and review because it helps so much and we love it. We love seeing them. Yes, thank you for to the couple of people who have left one recently. Yes. Oh, we, wait, we talked about them last podcast. Never mind. <laughs> but thanks it's so again. nice. Um, thanks again for that. Yeah. Um, and also our Facebook group. Oh, Join that. Yes. It's, it's actually going off. Like I love when people post. It's the best. Um, and you get some juicy Come updates join. from me. Like I posted like when I was when I asked the boy out. Um, Did you, you ever post a response? No, I didn't. I probably posted a response. Oh, you just left us hanging. I'll do it now. Um, yes. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, thank you for sticking by us. Thanks for being a part of it. We love you. Bye. Have a great week. See you. Bye.